0: Hello, I'm Martijn Graat, and this is Does Logistics Matter? A podcast on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics. Answering yes to the question today is Karin Hoogvliet, client executive Benelux at Extender Retail's Nice Logic. In this episode, we talk about global trends in retail and supply chain, the impact these trends have on logistics and the warehouse, and what the warehouse management system of the future should look like. Please enjoy my conversation with Karin Hoogvliet. Karin, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yes, well, my first question is always, uh, does logistics matter? I certainly
1: think that logistics matters a lot. Our world could not work uh, properly without logistics. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. Um, So um, uh, what we're going to talk about today uh, are trends, trends in uh, global commerce and in supply chains, uh, trends in the warehouse. Um, What are the trends that that you see currently?
1: Yeah. Good question. The the trends that uh, that we see currently is that the Corona pandemic had a huge impact on how companies have set up their logistics, mm-hmm. uh, and of not only because of Corona, but also because customer behaviour changed in general, but but also because of Corona. Um, so, for example, due to working from home, due to the digitalization processes in the supply chain. Um, there are increased customer demands. For example, uh, customer demand more flexible uh, solutions. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, for example, when they order a product product, uh, online, they would like to have a check up front uh, before uh, ordering uh, an e-commerce order. They would like to have a physical check. Oh, is that couch? Does it have the right color or not? So what we see uh, regularly is that that people um, tend not only to buy either online or physical, but there's more a combination of the two. Okay. Um, To be sure they have the right color or uh, whether that couch is available uh, uh, in that store close by, for example.
0: Uh, are you saying a combination of on, uh, of offline and online that they go to the store to check out the color and maybe sit on the couch and and lay down and say yeah I can do an evening of Netflix on this couch and then go home and then order the couch?
1: Yeah, it 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 will certainly become uh, and it has already become uh, more of a mixture of the two. Mm-hmm. Yes. So then the, they will have a physical check uh, in High Street in one of the stores close by. Yep. And if it's uh, a, a good fit, then they will uh, probably order it online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that is that is a trend. What we also see is um, that the delivery of items eh, in the recent past, you were already glad that the item arrived. Mm-hmm. But it more and more becomes very crucial that uh, the items will be delivered right on the date that you expect will be delivered. And also, preferably also on time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a specific time window, for example, not between 8 uh, a.m. in the morning and 12 uh, in the evening. But uh, uh, let's say a time window of, to- of two or max four hours. Yeah. 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 Um, also, what is also really crucial is uh, a seamless return uh, procedure. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, for example, uh, when you order the phone uh, and, it, and it's not the right one because it's, uh, it's huge and it doesn't f- fit in my pocket, uh, I would like to return it uh, mm-hmm. seamlessly, but... Uh, uh, unfortunately, I didn't have a very good experience uh, <laughs> in that case. Ah, okay.
0: Yeah. So you're talking from personal experience now. Yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah. The, the returns processes is so we could fill a whole uh, podcast with uh, <laughs> with that, I think. Yeah. But uh, yeah, leaves a lot to be desired still.
1: Yeah. Actually, I'm tipping uh, all kinds of customer experience. It's always uh, about the, the end customer. Mm-hmm. And the customer experience... Uh, Will get an even more and more important role. The, the customer is always uh, in a central position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, when it comes to awareness, uh, for example, the customers tend to um, also look at: Is the is the product that I am ordering now, when it's applicable, eh? is, is that a sustainable product? Uh, a good way is is it a good solution that I'm buying? Or am I just uh, ordering rubbish, and I uh, when I throw it away, it can it cannot be recycled.
0: Yeah, yeah. that
1: is also uh, one of the aspects of the changed customer behavior. Uh, and also, can the customer identify uh, himself or herself with the with the supplier, and that has to do with 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 values, with um, actually the DNA the company stands for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is also of more importance more and more yeah now what we also see is shortages of crucial raw materials in global uh, supply chains for example um shortages um from items sourced uh, from uh, from asia for example china yeah yeah yeah. and um
0: the whole mess with the the shortage of the chips yeah 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 exactly factories at a standstill yeah
1: yes and um, what we see there as a as result of that um, is that supply chains need to adapt to it because mm-hmm. the risk is too high to continue with that. So what we see is a trend to go from global sourcing more to regional sourcing mm-hmm. or even local sourcing. And... Uh, in the recent past, uh, the, the, the focus was really on sourcing the cheapest products. Yeah. So hence, they they, they were sourced from, for example, China yeah. at the lowest cost so that uh, uh, the revenue would, would be the highest. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But now what we see is that supply chain companies need to, to spread their risks over more than one supplier. Yeah. For example, three suppliers, and it will, be, uh, it will be more expensive, a bit more. It really has to do with uh, risk management, Martijn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, um, th- do you want to, to put all your uh, eggs in one basket? No, you don't want that. You want to spread your risk. Yeah. What we also see is that yeah, labor shortages will increase even more. It is uh, incredible, but sometimes uh, people fight for personnel. Yeah. And if there is no personnel.
0: Yeah. No. It, it, indeed. It's 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 warehouse workers. It's uh, it's truck drivers. Uh, but it's uh, I, I, in many industries uh, I have a, a shortage in 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 labor.
1: Yeah. It's actually industry wide. Eh?
0: Yeah.
1: So um, with regard to warehousing, uh, one of the solutions that is. Um, That is a very good option, uh, is uh, an interface to automation. Yeah. Uh, Where it is possible for repetitive work, that is a a great option to interface, for example, with an auto store solution or uh, uh, with robots. Mm -hmm. Or more simple, maybe with a conveyor belt or a cardex system. Yeah. That will save a lot of uh, uncertainties.
0: Yeah, uh, t- definitely a way to save on uh, on, on staff. You, you mentioned a few other trends. So if we um, if we would look at these trends again and we 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 take them and we uh, put them in a warehousing environment. Yeah. So what are what are then the um, the consequences of these trends that, that that you guys see in the warehouse?
1: Yeah, that is a, a nice question. Uh, the results of uh, these trends in the warehouse, so the the WMS trends, what we see is an enormous increase in uh, e-commerce and Mm -hmm. e-fulfillment. And that also reflects to the changes in customer behavior, of course, eh? the the changes we just uh, discussed. Um, Practically, what we also see, uh, uh, and that can be measured very easily, that is a decreased average number of order lines per order. Yeah. Uh, for example, on average, it's uh, three lines per order. Let's mm-hmm. say. And what we at the same time we see an increased uh, number of back orders due to shortages um, uh, in the global supply chain. Yeah. And we yeah. we also discussed that uh, already. Yeah. For example, the parts that are sourced, uh, for example, uh, from Asia. Yeah. And maybe in the in the meantime uh the chinese parties uh, uh outsource them uh to a company in indonesia or in vietnam even yeah. huh? what we also uh see is a is a boost in um uh, sustainable energy products due to the war in for example due to the war in ukraine mm-hmm. but also in general yeah and really increase in sustainable uh, products At the same time, um, they lack personnel and they have shortages of crucial parts that are sourced globally. And they really need to adapt uh, quickly, Martijn, Mm -hmm. really adapt quickly uh, to fast growth and to adapt their business process accordingly uh, to this disruptive change. Yeah. And we see them struggling, but um, I mean, to be really practical, what they really need here. Is a WMS system that uh, uh, adapts quickly to those uh, changing
0: needs. Yeah. So, so how does the so, yeah, how does the the, the WMS uh, uh, help? So what the is w- what is it what is it that changes or or uh, how does it uh, how does it support companies that are uh, struggling with uh, shortages and changes in changes in suppliers and and back orders?
1: Um, the system is, uh, the WMS system definitely, uh, helps with, uh, its flexibility Mm -hmm. and, uh, with its ability to, um, uh, make quick and easy configurations or changes in the settings Mm -hmm. so that, uh, we can help our customers adapt to the new situation. Yeah. and the
0: new reality do, do you have an uh, can you uh, can you maybe tell us an example yes uh, for example this uh,
1: sustainability uh, company we are talking about mm-hmm. this is actually kind of a case um, we see that um, they are really uh, struggling uh, with their processes but at the same time uh, they said okay we, we we need more people we need we have shortage in people we have uh, another reality we lack so much uh, uh, components we need to redefine our processes mm-hmm. and it needs to be fast yeah and uh, we can support them in uh, uh the re- redesign of their processes mm-hmm. we also can help them um uh, in a very concrete way to speed up the new reality the support of the new reality in terms of configurations mm-hmm. we can do the settings change the settings uh, or uh, come with an advice to to act differently.
0: Yeah and so um, and are these the uh, processes uh, of uh, how they gather parts in a warehouse or or uh, um, do light assembly or or maybe uh, things are in back order and from which warehouse to ship what is is uh, are, are, are these the things that we, we, that we should think about or is it,
1: it yeah it is about uh uh reducing the risks uh redefining the processes uh when uh, articles go in back order how to solve it well work with uh, multiple suppliers mm-hmm. spread the risk source them more uh, regionally or even locally and that is an operational thing to do yeah uh, but we can support that process uh easily with our configurations and that goes for many levels on high level up to the very detailed level. Okay. It also can be done uh, on a very, uh, yeah, on location level, for example. Yeah, what we also uh, see as a trend, uh, Martijn, in uh, warehousing, Mm -hmm. is that um, 3PLs want to be able to scale up or down very fast. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether you recognize that trend.
0: Yeah, no, I can imagine that they'd rather scale up than down.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes it happens because they, uh, uh, for example, when you have a very efficient WMS, uh, you you can imagine that it is uh, even possible to uh, to uh, close one of the warehouse locations yeah. when it's not necessary anymore to hire uh, one.
0: Yeah. For example. Mm-hmm.
1: Then that's lo- that's easy. Uh, uh, yeah, easy money, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How does uh, so how does your way uh, WMS uh, support these uh, th- this scaling up and scaling down?
1: Um, well, scaling up and scaling down uh, has to do with activating uh, scaling up means activating uh, another warehouse location. Mm-hmm. Uh, then that means the, 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 the new settings for the new location need to be done most of the times uh, we work with uh, templates. For example, when we are in an implementation that can be done really, really fast. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when the implementation has been a long time ago, uh, then we need to adapt the the configuration. Yeah. um, Or not adapt, but, but set it according to the requirements. Yeah. The, the current requirements.
0: Yeah, because if it's a when little bit longer up. ago, uh, processes have evolved and and things have changed or or improved, and this new situation needs to be is programmed the right word needs need to, needs to be programmed. No, or it's
1: it's not a programming. No configured because yes, yeah, it is it needs configuration. To be configured in, in, the, in, in this, the configuration in, in this new setup. Yeah, and for example, then the settings can be it is uh, one warehouse location. With, uh, for example, fifty users, uh, and we need uh, a setup with a traditional setup with inbound uh, storage, replenishment, mm-hmm. picking, uh, shipping, picking, packing, shipping, yeah. etc. But for this uh, area, we need uh, a lot of cross-docking as well, and that will be the main part. So we need to configure. Uh, and, and facilitate the the cross-docking yeah. uh, processes mm-hmm. really well, and that means um, a lot of transit, really incoming straight uh, straight on to outgoing. Yeah, and uh, a big
0: yeah. There's no store. There's almost no storage. No then. physical it, storage. No. It comes in and it gets sorted into it's a the transit. Into, into outbound lanes, and it and it leaves the warehouse again. Yes. Yeah.
1: And for example, when there's a new. Uh, warehouse with emphasis of, uh, for example, value-added service activities, then the warehouse need to, to be adapted based on uh, on those criteria.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah with and-
1: another layout, with another process, a little bit different. But it really, it goes with a setting, for example, uh, cross-docking on or off, yes or no.
0: Oh, it's that easy. It's that easy. <laughs> it is
1: with flags, nice. so to speak.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Ah, uh, really nice <laughs> that you mentioned the word "nice," uh, Martijn. Yeah. That's the name of our WMS. Yeah, I know, I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, and uh, so I guess this also um uh, matches one of the trends that you said, where order lines are uh, are going down, and there's a uh, shift. Um, I think maybe yeah, a shift more from. Uh, people buying things offline to people buying things online, which I guess is the reason that the number of order lines is going down. Uh, that, that means a, a reconfiguration of uh, a lot of warehouse processes as well, because it's, it's completely different if you're uh, resupplying your stores than if you uh, than if you are running a fulfillment operation.
1: Yeah, that is true. Completely true. And because of those um, wide variety of needs uh, of customers in warehouses, um, it is so incredibly easy to use those settings and to use the right settings for the right uh, type of, for the type of customer you uh, would like to serve, but also for the type of. Uh, um, requirements they have and the flows uh, what we also see as trends in uh warehouses that that for example 3pls want to have fast client onboarding times mm-hmm. that is really crucial uh, when a 3pl has a new yeah. customer and we call it a client that it that that client can be uh on board has a very short onboarding process yeah that is...
0: Uh, it's like a consumer that just ordered a the phone. They want to go live. Have it now. They want to go live tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. And not
1: postpone it to, uh, <laughs> in two weeks or yeah. maybe in a month. Yeah. yeah. And then what we also see is shortages in personnel. And that is really... Yeah, we all have to cope with it. It is a very wide trend in, in all sectors, like mm-hmm. we discussed before. And um, as a result of that, we see a necessity for automation... For example, the interface to uh, auto store robots uh, and all types of automation. What we uh, also see, and that is your question, the need for a flexible, agile WMS that is highly configurable in order to be able to quickly adapt to the new reality.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, 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 Karin, can you explain what it is that uh, makes a warehouse management system flexible? Of course,
1: uh, warehouse management system becomes flexible when it's, uh, a SaaS solution, because when you have a SaaS solution, all the functionality is captured in the standard and it's easy to maintain. Mm-hmm. Secondly, what makes it easy, um, when it's a modular system, when it's built yeah. up in based on modules.
0: Yeah, what you said about the cross-docking is so just you turn cross-docking on or you turn cross-docking off. Or you turn it off. Yeah.
1: Yes. And do you when the customer doesn't need all the extra uh, modules, mm-hmm. then we can turn them off and the customer doesn't pay for them. Another way to be very flexible is to work agile. And... For example, we work agile and we work with uh, sprints those are uh, short times to develop mm-hmm. uh, uh, a new functionality from A to Z in total. Uh, and we work uh, in sprints of uh, three weeks.
0: Yeah, so you respond quickly to the customer needs.
1: Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. Moreover, it is really important that the system is, is developed uh, based on the yeah, latest technology.
0: What do you mean with latest technology? Uh,
1: Well, latest technology, um, according to uh, the latest technology standards, a couple of years ago, three years ago, uh, we decided to um, completely rebuild our WMS system. We have rebuilt, nice logic, uh, based on the latest technology uh, standards. Mm -hmm. And it was a complete, it was not a makeover, you know, it was a complete rebuilding of the the system according to the latest industry and technology standards. Uh, And it it includes uh, everything. I mean, being able to to deliver a good SaaS solution based on uh, technology. Uh, We deliver a platform independent solution, for example. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is a big change that was yeah. a big change as well yes mm-hmm. uh, it it facilitates a simple and effective uh, integration platform and it makes the integration so easy and quick and it can be an integration for example with a tms system uh, or an integration to uh, uh, to an automation system for example, an auto store system or uh, um,
0: the robots in the warehouse. The robots in, the, yes. So, so speaking of robots in the warehouse, if we look to the future, and the future will definitely hold more robots. I think we're we're uh, we're clear on that. Um, what does the what are the key comp- components for the WMS of the future?
1: It needs to be SaaS based. Anyhow, it needs to be flexible, highly configurable platform independent solution um, and yes I would say those are very crucial components of uh, being uh, being ready for the future
0: well Karin thank you very much uh, for uh, giving us uh, your opinion and your view on the trends uh, and for uh, yeah getting the listeners ready for the WMS of the future.
1: Thank you so much, Martijn. It was a pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening to Does Logistics Matter? For more on trends and innovations in supply chain and logistics, visit our blog at logisticsmatter.com. This podcast was produced by Dimitri Vleugel. The music is based on a sample by Ruggerman and produced by Michael Spengler. This podcast was sponsored by Extender Retail. Extender Retail's Nice Logic WMS was developed approximately 25 years ago. It was recently completely rebuilt from scratch based on the latest technology standards. Their WMS is used to support wholesalers, retailers, 3PLs, e commerce, and e fulfillment companies across Europe. Nice Logic has earned a market-leading position in Scandinavia. They are located in Sweden, Norway, UK, Spain and the Netherlands and further expansion will follow. For more information, visit extenderretail.com.